Welcome to Random Rambling and Rhetoric with TJ Mercer. That's my TT. And it's all powered by the Samsung Notes. Now, here's my TT. I just loves me some porta potties, said no one ever. I don't know about you, but the ickiest thing on the planet is when I am forced to use a porta potty. I try to hold my bladder until the last possible minute. And what about nasty public restrooms? Ew, public restrooms plus kids. Parents, what do you do as soon as you take them to a public bathroom? You make them hold up their hands and forbid them to touch anything. Then you get in the stall, there's no toilet paper or seat cover, you handle your business, come out, and then there's no soap or paper towels. Lord, how much of Jesus is just not a good situation all around. Fortunately, though, fortunately, there's the restroom kit, a full bathroom solution the size of a lightweight deck of cards. A deck of cards, y'all. I keep one in my purse all the time just because it's complete with a full patented oversized toilet seat cover, enough toilet paper to cover the essentials, plus wet wipes for your tushy and your hands. The restroom kit is a don't leave home without a necessity for your road trips, you going camping, the beach, festivals, basically any restroom that ain't yours. Even that friend of yours who's cleaning is not their strong suit. You know what I mean. So pop on over and visit therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com. And when you use the code RAMBLINGS, R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-S, you will get 15% off your purchase. So stop going to the bathroom without the full protection you need. Go get the restroom kit at therestroomkit.com. Tea lights. It's another one of those awesome, incredible, yummy, delicious days on my morning walk here in North Hollywood, California. And I want to share with you a lesson, a chin check, kind of a chastisement that God gave me. It began last night, but it kind of continued over to the morning. <clears throat> so I had a speaking engagement last night. And for those of you who don't know, if you don't know, I am a speaker. I primarily speak on teaching publicity nuggets on how to book yourself in the media without a publicist, without being a celebrity. And I teach on resilience and all that kind of good stuff. So I was teaching the publicity. Uh, I did a publicity talk last night to some... Um, entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs uh, in Pasadena. And backstory, I need to give you a bit of a backstory. So I wasn't always out there in your face, transparent, authentic, and bold as you may have come to know me, uh, whether you follow me on social media or just now introduce me. I was a TV editor for 20 something years. And which means that I got used to working in a 10 by 10 room every day. Happy though. Some days I wouldn't even come in contact with people. My executive producers, they couldn't care less if 
they saw me. They just wanted to make sure the show was ready when it needed to be ready. So that was my life for 20 years that I thoroughly enjoyed. Until 2012, I was coming up on my 40th birthday. And one day on my way driving to work on a show called My Cat from Hell for Animal Planet. It's one of Animal Planet's biggest shows at the time. I was asking God about what should be my 40th what should I do for my 40th birthday? Because at the time I just come out of a, a brutal divorce where my ex almost wiped me out physically, financially, mentally, spiritually, everything, you name it. So my only goal for 2012 was really to have no goals. I just wanted to chill for the whole year. So when I asked God, what should I do for my 40th? He told me I was supposed to write a book. And I was like, say what now? <laughs> write a book? <laughs> I hate writing. I don't want to write. I don't want to write. And if you know me, then you know that I'm more concerned about with, I'm more concerned with my obedience to God rather than my comfort. So I get some get right and I write the book. I wrote it in a week and published it in 90 days, 388 pages. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't have no Facebook friends, you know, on that level, didn't know anything about, you know, doing a book. So it's unlike it is now where, you know, you got book coaches and everything. I was figuring everything out by, on my own with his guidance. So the book is called 40 Days to 40, Life Lessons from the Ramblings of My Unfiltered Thoughts. And that book was the beginning of me kind of seeing that God was no longer going to let, let me stay hidden. And as a matter of fact, in the course of writing the book, one morning, he said to me very clearly, your silence is over. It's time to rediscover your voice. Because I've always been a speaker, meaning I spoke a lot in, in high school. But for some reason, when I went to college and ended up moving to Los Angeles, you know, I just stopped speaking. Not intentionally, not because something went wrong. I just was silent. So I was silent for 20 years of not really using my voice to impact people. And I was good with that. It wasn't like I was miserable or longing for it, anything like that. So when he said, your silence is over, it's time to rediscover your voice, I knew what he meant. I, I realized he was using that book to start waking me up to what was next. So fast forward, that book that I didn't want to write ended up being downloaded almost 10,000 times in two days on six continents. That book that I didn't want to write ended up winning three Beverly Hills Book Awards. And so it really, it impacted a lot of people, but it impacted me the most. And that, that's when, like I said, I began to see that God was doing something bigger with, he was moving me closer to my calling, I should say. And I realized last year, you know, I've written, you know, the person who ate to write, I've actually got four books under my belt that are actually published. There's one still sitting in my computer that he told me to write, but he hasn't told me what to do with it next. So I ain't moving because I'm obedient. He just told me to write it. And so first lesson I wanted you to get is for people who all come to me all the time. I wrote my first book in a week, second book in 18 hours, third book in uh, I wrote 40,000 words and I think in three days while I was on my 25th class reunion cruising. So when you tell me that you've wanted to write a book for, you know, 10 years, I'm looking at you like crazy. Like, what's the what's the problem? <laughs> Just do it. Ain't, ain't deep. <laughs> Just start. <laughs> so um, 
where was I? What was I going to tell you? Let's see. Um, so since then, you know, I've written four books. Life has totally changed. I ended up leaving television. 2015, he tells me now, you know, in 2014, he tells me to leave television. He has something else for me to do. So that's when I left. I ended up ultimately starting Media Mavericks Academy. And that's why I teach people how to DIY their publicity. And my Mavericks have appeared on ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, CW. Like, they're killing the game. Radio, podcast, print, you name it, they're doing it. And I now... My primary job, if you would say, is that I teach people this, I speak and everything. So last night, I was speaking, teaching publicity, and here's what I've determined. <coughs> oh, excuse me. So I've already told you, no, oh, that's what I was going to say to you, is that uh, uh, last year, I realized that my calling, my purpose, if you will, is to love on God's kids. That's it. It ain't deep for me. It's simply to love on God's kids. That can take on totally different shapes depending on what's needed. And sometimes me loving on God's kids is I'm the world's greatest hugger. So I'll stand there and have a line of people hugging. Sometimes it shows up with people who come to work with me in media, but they realize they need help finding their voice so they can own their genius, own their greatness. That's loving on God's kids. Loving on God's kids is this podcast. <coughs> I don't know what happened. I think the pollen is getting to me. But loving on God's kids is this podcast. Because I didn't want to start this podcast. God told me to. As a way of showing another level of the lessons I give, the shenanigans that I, I do. It's another way of bringing some kind of TJ into your life to hopefully um, make it better, if you will. So last night when I'm speaking... Even when I'm showing up to do publicity, I know I'm on assignment. And I had a moment where I was teaching an aspect of publicity, of owning your genius, moving into expert status, not waiting on someone to come declare you an expert, and that your fear, your lack of confidence in your skill set, your lack of confidence in how beast you are, is actually costing people. Because you're sitting on genius that actually you can do in your sleep and they're losing sleep over it. I'm going to say that again differently so you can really catch it. There are folks losing sleep over what you can do in your sleep. And so I'm looking out the room and I can see this woman in the back that that opened her wide open. Because I saw her when she put her face in her hands and broke into tears. Because I knew anytime I go into any kind of speaking engagement, whether I'm teaching the word, whether I'm, you know, publicity, where I'm talking about my domestic violence experience, no matter what, I recognize I'm always on assignment. I ask God to use me. I wake up every day asking him how to be a sap. Somebody's answered prayer, S-A-P. And so I thank God in that moment that, sorry, there was a truck going by. I thank God in that moment that he used me for her breakthrough. Later on in the workshop, another woman, I spoke directly to her. There was something that I did unique that spoke right to her. She got up to hug me 
This is in the middle of the workshop and she broke into tears in my arms. So I'm clear. I thought that I know what my assignment is. So I'm on my way home and mind you, I have, I had a booth, a table that had all three of my books that are there, three of my books that are out. My fourth book is a, a ebook. So I had, uh, I had it out and my brother was manning the table for me. So we're driving home and he tells me that there is, there are two names that I wrote down for you. You were out of 40 days to 40, but these women really want the book. So call them tomorrow and take their payment and ship it to them. I don't know if it was my exhaustion, you know, that I had, you know, cause when I speak, I leave it out. I leave it on stage. I empty myself out. So I don't know if it was exhaustion, but I remember thinking like, yeah, that ain't a priority for me. The book is 20 bucks. <laughs> you know, my programs start at 300 bucks. So the time it's going to take me to process and call and, you know, have, you know, either have my sister, you know, it just, it's just a lot. And I just, I knew what my day was like, to, you know, today. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be bothered with that. I'll get around to it. So I went to bed this morning in my quiet time of praying with God. I got chin checked in my spirit. And the only way I can actually, you know, try to communicate it into words so that you hear it is just basic. God was like, how dare you? How dare you tell me what's not worth your time? Look, girl, you forgot. <laughs> you, you forgot that I set you on this path. You forgot that I had you write that book. You forgot how, even though it's now, where we, it's six, going on six years old, that book still is a game changer for people of all ages. So how dare you not make it a priority because it seems like you forgot that your calling is to impact people. Your calling is to be a sap. You wake up every day asking me how to do that. And yet, you're going to tell me that something is not worth your time because of the, the cost of it? <laughs> that it's only $20? You're kidding me. You don't know what that $20 is to them. And they're willing to actually give it to you in exchange for something that they think is beneficial to your life. How dare you? You don't know what I have in store for them that they're going to read and it's gonna wake them up to their next level. Did you forget that that's what I've called you to do? I've called you to be that person that comes into people's lives to get them to wake up, to move into their next level. And yet you're gonna tell me it's not worth your time. <laughs> so needless to say, I'm in tears <laughs> and top of my things to do list that I made out this morning, call and ship books, call and ship books. So I don't know if there's really a lesson in there that I need to spell out for you. I have a feeling or a sense that me sharing that whole story God is going to use that whole story to get the, the specific nuggets that you need for this moment in this season of your life. So I'm not even going to come up with the wrap up for it. I'm just going to go get your own lesson. I don't have one for you. <laughs> I got to process my own lesson with being chin checked by God. If you ain't never been chin checked by God, you may not know what that feels like, but it don't feel good. So I can't be worried about you.
not this morning, of trying to wrap it up into a tight bow for a lesson. You go get your own. I'm going to go process these books. All right, until the next time. Remember, even though I didn't really do it this morning, remember, go out and make God smile. In my case, eh, I'm going to try for the rest of the day to get him to chuckle at me. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Well, that's it. Hopefully you enjoyed what my TT shared with you. And like she always says, let's go out and make God smile. And don't forget to hug somebody. It's T2 Mercer signing off now. See y'all later.